today's podcast is all about money really should we be teaching about money in school what do we want students to know 60 to 70 percent do not have 400 pounds to cover them in an emergency the history of humankind with money you know we have killed for it and fought wars for it but yet we don't want to teach about it i say this to my kid uh, my, my students all the time the 40 40 plan is dead right 40 hours a week for 40 years and you get yourself a fat pension is dead and you know a, another shocking statistic was that 60 percent of uh, retirees do not have enough money to cover them for their their retirement 60 percent the millennial generation is the first generation since world war ii that are financially worse off than their parents what i'm quite excited about is i've got one of my ex-students joining us today and he took the apprenticeship route went to work in finance is now going down the entrepreneurial route and i thought we would spend some time just speaking to him about this issue of money he's only come out of education about four years ago and i really awesome. wanted to kind of touch base with him uh, his name is Reese. I really wanted to touch base with him and see what his perceptions of um, education in money, uh, sorry, money in education is like, what he knew when he left education, what he's learned through his apprenticeship, what he's learning now, and where he sees the gap. Because, you know, not to put an age on it, Carl, but me and you are fuddy duddies. Are we? And so, yeah, I'm 21. a little bit, aren't we? We've got to ask. <laughs> You gotta ask some of these younger kids what they need and i think sometimes we miss that don't we i yeah. think we have these really in-depth conversations um about things that we think are important and um, but we're not asking the 18 19 20 year olds that are out in the market looking for work about what they think is important when i started kpmg i my first paycheck my first few paychecks came through and i never actually got charged anything but there was always this thing after that, where I saw my income tax come out and then my national insurance come out. And then, yeah, and then I hit the threshold. And then I, I saw, and then a load of my other, my peers had issues with um, their tax. So they were actually getting taxed the incorrect amount. And it took them a while to actually realize that. I want to talk about the mental health aspect of it. I think we really ignore it in terms of money. And obviously you said you found it challenging entering the real world. And obviously you're quite, um, switched on but I want to say in terms of when you started dealing with money on your own yeah um how did it and, and not so much on, only yourself but obviously talking to your 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 peers how have they found it mentally especially when you're saying that you know the budgeting and you know yeah. sometimes I'm presuming well let me not presume but we, we do talk about um young people being in debt uh, and that's an, another debt crisis looming hence why we you know the uber the gig economy and the uncertainty of jobs how's the whole mental side again talking from your you and your peers experience i think you know once you come into more money yeah your mental health does get affected do you guys talk um, about money or is it still taboo in your generation to still talk I think about it, it yeah i think it it really it depends on your relationship with how close you are with people because i think money is such a private thing with our generation especially like there's a danger isn't there yeah. let's be honest yeah because there's, you get a, lot there's of, a lot of uh, there's a lot of yeah especially random... on places like instagram it's like oh you know follow us and we'll help you make thirty thousand pounds drop shipping yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Drop shipping's drop lot, shipping. so so i got a lamborghini in my in my yard <laughs> lamborghini that guy that, um, who was that influencer who got caught a couple of weeks ago taking photos in first class and then she was sitting in economy and one uh. of her followers <laughs> saw her? So I left KPMG simply for the fact that I wanted something more out of my life. I wanted a job that I could be 100% satisfied with. And so, you know, I, I pull in large, large, you know, 
amounts of time into my you know into my work now but that's how it is and i'm happy doing it and i've never really wanted to look back what an absolute treasure what a joy to have on the podcast thank you very much reese thank you for sharing your thoughts you know i do like to invite young people onto the show and hear their thoughts and how they feel about stuff because at the end of the day that's the people that we're trying to serve and do the best by mm-hmm.